Amazon and Steve. It's my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, as a reminder, coming up today, it is a Wednesday at 1130 today. We will play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? It is the Celebrity Voice Guessing Game, where we bid against one another, name that tune style, and try and to identify celebrity voices out of context. Yeah, that's going to be great fun. I believe I'm winning, right? You are, two to one. Woo! You're winning all the games right now. That's crazy. Plus, it's only you January. won a cover story. That's true. Come on and cover me. Two weeks ago. Did you sing in the choir as a child? Not the choir, but chorus in high school. Thank you. What's the difference there? One is in church. Oh, is that right? No, but is... they have a choir at my public school. Oh, we call it chorus. Chorus line. My Choral. brother was in special chorus, which was like oh, the... What, is he not, better than us? Uh, well, he was better than the normal chorus people. Oh, I see. But, yeah, what's the difference between a chorus and a choir? Because my daughter's in a choir right now. And I guess there a, isn't one. I thought choir was associated with some kind of religious thing. I, there are choirs that are in some religious facilities. Mike, will you look this up? So a choir refers to a <laughs> group of singers where a chorus may include dancers and actors as well. Oh, okay. Oh. So it is choir. You're right. So that's where you'd be singing and then one person steps down and says, you know, boy, the prices in this town are out of hand. All right, and I'm going to put a change to it. Not on my watch. That's why we're singing. And then you go back into the song. <laughs> I get it. It's amazing. Did you ever sing in the choir at church? Wow. Uh, yes. Yes, but I wasn't a regular. That's clear. But wow. No, I'm sure. That's a joke. It's wow, a joke. I'm really... teasing. It's a joke. Have you ever brought, like, done the gifts, the Eucharist? You know, how you carry the wine? Uh, yeah, and... I was an altar boy. Uh, we called oh, them acolytes. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little, okay. little fancier term. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And you were... Um, if you held the the candles, that was like, okay, cool, you're walking with a processional candle, you know, like a tall candlestick. Yeah. If you got to carry the cross, that's oh, they that's always big. gave that to the all-stars. You know, the older guys sure. would get it. Um, yeah, and then there was this whole... I really enjoyed the pomp and circumstance of a, of a liturgical church setting of like, sure. here's the reading. Here, When you learn the symbolism behind it, some people feel like it's stuffy. And it, uh, it's it feels contrived. It just there's there's a tiny little space for the priest or the minister to give their eulogy, yeah. and then everything else is like a reading from the book of blah blah blah. Okay, so you just, a reading from the book, a reading from the book of the gospel. Usually, a gospel. sermon, not a eulogy. The eulogy would be if it's a funeral. I know death is always oh, on right. the brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sermon, sermon is what I meant. But you know, sometimes it feels a little antiquated. Sure. And I, and I understand that. And I, so I went to like a, an Episcopal church growing up and then I went to like a charismatic non-denominational youth group on Friday. So I really enjoyed the, the polar opposites of what the, uh, Christian, how the Christian faith is expressed in a church setting, polar opposites. So I, I personally developed an appreciation for both. All of them have their flaws to be sure, but it was funny because at Christmas Eve service, and the kids have been to my parents' church many times. Um, they're Anglican, you know, Episcopalian Anglican. And uh, they they do this singing, the sing-song prayer. So that caught the kids off guard every year when it's like, the Lord be with you. And they all sound like that. I know that's not how they sound when they sing in the radio, in the car. Like, that's not, they're not in the shower saying right. like, 
They choose this weird. In the name of the Father, yes. And every yes. new person who has come into my family's ether when they go with my parents to church for Christmas Eve, every new in-law is like, uh. What's, What's up with that? Because they're all from non-denominational right. Pentecostal stuff where it does not go down. Like that, like that. <laughs> My mom used to go, My father plays dominoes better than your father. <laughs> so you know what really gets me when I go to a more modern church and you're doing like the Lord's Prayer? Yeah. And you're using thou and thy and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's completely modernized and you're like, wait, what? I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, that can get you a little, little tripped up yes. there. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And nobody does the peace be with you and also with you. It's like, you know who does um, a bit on this? I think John Mulaney very does funny. a bit. John Mulaney, he goes to church funny. and he's like, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, you know, you're like, peace be with you, also with you. But they're saying, and the something, something. What do they say now? We used to do, yeah, peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. And then you just go up. And, and I loved it you. as a kid. Peace that was my you. favorite time of the church service. Oh, yeah. I'd and go COVID and happened. COVID did, yeah, really kind of put the clamp down on that. And there used to be Diane Fantone. I knew I was getting a kiss on the lips. What? You just kiss random friends on the lips? Hang on. First of all, mm. I was not the aggressor here. I got kissed <laughs> on the lips by Diane Fantone. There's always like that one lady in the church, like the grandma figure, who is just, she's, they're from a different era where they would, it was just like, oh yeah, we're going to kiss. Oh, peace of the Lord. Oh, come here, Stephen. On the lips, huh? Yeah. Wow. You people used to kiss their friends. Someone would come over for dinner and you would kiss the person on their cheek, not the air kiss. My family still does it. And friends, when I'm like, hi, how are you? They go right in for the kiss. Where's Where I where grew I, up. Someone I haven't seen in a year. That was like, mm. uh, you would ease into that even with like a potential significant other. Like if you kissed someone on the cheek, that's like, whoa, your lips were just on my face. Oh, no. It's like, nice yeah. to meet you. And we, don't like, some people kiss on the lips? I think it's, so. They're, they're a rarer breed. But I think that there are some people who are like, oh, hi, uh, like Janet, an uncle and George or, are over. Yeah, oh, but even like friends, like friends are over for dinner. Yeah, that's weird. But. In, in like, New Jersey, mm-hmm. everybody kisses. Like, people, hugging is new. Hi, how are you? Hug, hug. No, it was, hi, how are you? Really? And then it's just you go On the about cheek. your business. Yes. Close to the mouth mm-hmm. or closer to the ear or closer to the mouth? Closer to the ear. Just cheek to cheek. Hi. So that's a weird thing, too, that when you hug people and then you do, our cheeks are going to touch and let's both agree to make a kissing noise now. Oh, yeah, that's weird. I don't like that. But people do that. Hey, oh, hi, how are you? Hi. That's what they do. This is a thing that people are doing. I didn't know they did that. Oh, people are doing hi. this. That's was cr- it that- John Mulaney? I can't remember now. Who I believe did? it was. Yeah, yeah. That sounds familiar. It's very funny. A kiss very on the funny. cheek. That's like Christian first base. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, hey, let's slow down here. <laughs> oh. Donna. What? It's 11-11. Make a wish. Thank we you. had planned to tell you about Sofia Vergara. Naturally a blonde. There you go. Donna, I was going to tease it to next segment. It's too late. I blew it. I'm sorry. All right, fine. We'll she move on. She dyed her hair so that she would look like the stereotypical Latina so that she would get more roles. Are there pictures of her with blonde hair? Yeah, she looks gorgeous. Gorgeous. 
Well, yeah, I would imagine. It's not like you don't look at Sofia Vergara and think, good thing she has brown hair. <laughs> right. Right. You can put any color hair on her. She looks great. She looks great. She's in that new movie. What is it called? Griselda? Griselda? Mm. It's like a mob type of movie. Mm. That's why she's in the news so much lately, in case you were wondering. Thank you. Good night. We have a... We have nothing left to talk about, so we're going to call it a day. No, 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 no. no. We have, we have, so we're not even getting to we our stuff. We have plenty. We have plenty. Uh, we have a list of movies with a 99% ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, so we just had Oscar nominations come out, but maybe you're like, I don't know if that's my jam for me. We will read through this list of 99% scoring movies on Rotten Tomatoes to fill up your movie nights. That when we come back, it's done, and Steve, it's my talk. Oh, hey, guys. If you are looking to add a fireplace to your home or want to switch out to an existing, uh, switch out a current existing fireplace, uh, make sure you put Energy Savers Fireplaces on your radar because you could stop at their showroom. You could get a free in-home estimate or you can play around with some of the online tools they have at their website, energysaversfireplaces.com. They will help you visualize the fireplace of your dreams in your own space. It's all about like uploading pictures and then swapping in the various fireplaces that you want to see if they will work. Here's a very cool thing. You can save up to $1,000 with their in-stock sale right now through January, or you could get up to $500 off with their Hearthstone wood stove sale. This is uh, an amazing opportunity. If you're dreaming of a fireplace, go to energysaversfireplaces.com or stop by that showroom. They're your complete fireplace store, family-owned and operated since 1976. Just off Highway 36 in Oakdale. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back, and thank you for listening, <laughs> Minneapolis. What is your deal? I just laughed. That was funny. You said thank you for listening. It's nice. <laughs> I, I, I'm being sincere, though. All right. I, anything else? No, everything. Are you doing okay? Is everything okay? Doing great. Studies have shown that the long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown you would know that findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. You would know that we were studying if you didn't spend the last four minutes of the commercial break like some sort of a forensics crime investigator looking back at the commercial log for today. Everything's okay. We're doing great. You're doing. You're you're here. Listen, you're here. I'm better than here. You are in this room. No one can deny that. 
55 movies. This is uh, an article I came across on Mental Floss. 55 movies with 99% ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. We could probably link this up for everybody at MyTalk1071.com. And I'm just going to give you some that might ring a bell, okay? Okay. I'll look at this. In May of 2021, one negative review caused Paddington 2 to lose its perfect score. That's jacked up. That's hate speech. Somebody so they wanted went that to happen. From 100% to 99%. Paddington, the first one, I think, had a 98%. And then Paddington 2 came out and was at a hundo P for a while. Those are, they're, they're very well done. Not uh, your jam. Don't, don't, I'm off telling you to watch them. Don't okay. Worry. But they're good. They're, they're well done. All right. We got Lady Bird on the list 99%. Lady Bird! We've got Selma Finding Nemo. Paddington 2 is on the list, 99%. How to Train Your Dragon. Quite a good movie. Really good 3D. It? It, was, it was in 3D, too. Is that? It is well done. That's not animated, then. It is. Oh. Oh, interesting. Casablanca. Mm, okay. All About Eve. That's a really good movie. Apollo 11. 11. Not 13, eh? Right. Anything else catching your eye on this list? Shaun the Sheep movie. A lot of animated movies that get very high scores. Uh, uh, Chinatown is on here from 1974. China. Truman is not the Truman Show, no. but it is Truman. About Harry Truman. I'd assume. So those are some of them. You can You can scroll through it and see which ones you would like to watch. Okay. I said, okay. Okay. Wow. Euro or gyro? Hmm. I say gyro. No, but let me spell it. Okay. J-I-R-O. Gyro. Gyro Dreams of Sushi. That came out in 2011. Oh, maybe it is gyro. Gyro. I don't think we Y sound with a Japanese. Right. That's, we're not Spanish. Right. Gyro. I feel like we, we should both back away slowly. Uh, I think I it's feel too like late. We're about to step on a canceled ourselves. bomb here. All right. <laughs> the Donna and Steve show has been canceled effective immediately after they both ostracized unintentionally two groups of people in the same story. <laughs> Three, I guess, if you work the Greeks into it, because Yiro is Greek. Okay, Pidoggy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yero. No, no, no I'm just saying for the sake of this conversation. I'm not going to be some stooge. Isn't it Yairo? Yairo, Yero, like hero. Well, it's spelled gyro. G-Y-R-O. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be a stooge and say, like, give me a euro. You could say, can I have a euro? Yeah, that feels better. Don't say gyro. Clearly, you've never been to, what do they call it, school? <laughs> but you know, but don't do less acting out there, my friends. Okay, I'm glad that you got Rosetta Stone, but try it around your new friends, not the people who have been with you for the past decade, because they're not going to buy it. I don't know. Maybe I don't believe what I'm saying. Maybe you should pursue growth and just walk in your truth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. into this being a two-hour show. No! I want to cut it in half as it is. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's... Uh, no, I'm going half. Like, nine... Okay. I thought... I did think you were saying devil. 
like a four hour This show. is a weird day for me with you, Donna. <laughs> I don't know Donna, why. You, Donna legitimately spent the whole commercial break. I'm not kidding you. Mike, it was like watching yeah. an addict. I said to her multiple times, it's okay. It's already figured out. And she, after she had the answer, she continued to go through three hours worth of commercial logs this morning <laughs> to make sure that she didn't accidentally duplicate something. And I said, hey, even if you did, the client will be happy. You Double know, the pleasure. Do you want to know something that's very funny about this? What? I, I've been organizing paperwork and cleaning out files and things like that. Things that I've saved, taxes and like old articles and things like that. And I found an article by one of the trade magazines and it was about me and the word they used to describe me was neurotic they're like one word to describe you well pick one neurotic yes can i'm I... like oh my god this is from like 1996 can you please bring that in i don't want to i want to and i want to read it on the microphone mm. bring it in on friday I'll that's a fun it. day i'll think about it that's funny <laughs> Neurotic. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the only one. But that was interesting to watch, though. The answer had already been made clear. And then you kept, your face got closer and closer to the computer as you were going through this detailed log. I get very um, focused on things. So that would be your thing in a job interview when they say, no, I know you've never had a real job. But in a, if they said... What is your excuse me, Donna? This this we're living in a fantasy land. I've been working since I'm 14 years old. Okay, great, you pilgrim. Okay, you work like four hours a day. Here's the thing: (laughs) Um, when they say, "What is your greatest weakness?" That's what you would say. I get hyper hyper focused because it still sounds like a positive. You know, I get really hyper focused. That's why you say people scare you when you when they come into a room because you're so. I'm in a I'm in a zone. I get in a zone where I'm just like, and if someone's like Donna, I could jump out of my chair and scream on the top of my lungs and be like, what? Oh, my God. Don't sneak up on me. And they're thinking, what? Was I like on my tiptoes with a Hamburglar mask? I opened the door. When we come back, we're going to play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? It's a great game. It happens next. Rocco here for MNFatLoss.com, telling you there's no need to jump on all the latest weight loss fads where there's side effects and the weight's going to come back when you get off this weird drug that you never heard of a year ago. Here's what I did. I learned to eat the right way and make permanent changes with MNFatLoss.com. You know, a lot of people think, you know, you take a drug to lose weight. Uh, It's going to be the end all. No, it's just sort of temporarily suppressing your hunger. As soon as you get off that drug, your frustration and the weight could come all right back. MN Fat Loss has the secret for quick weight loss and more importantly, lasting weight loss using their time-tested methods that literally over thousands of clients, MNFatLoss.com has helped to break that weight loss code. I lost about 25, 30 pounds in just about two months. I think you can do it too. About a year later, I'm still right where I was and I'm feeling good. Check them out today, mnfatloss.com. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. This is where talk is fun. I'm having fun. How about you, Steve? This has been a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I answered your question. <laughs> you want to play a game? Let's play it. All right. Time to play. Ooh. Voice. Is it? Anyway. Anyway. Here's your host, Zamboni. Let's see if we can keep this A-OK time going. Because <laughs> it's pretty fun right now. Let's go Ooh. ahead and play uh, Whose uh, Voice Is It Anyway? The score, as Don alluded to earlier, is in fact in her favor. Two to one. Donna has the lead. All right. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. Good job, Donna. You had Thank a big you. lead last year, though. Remember, you're up by like six, then you got crushed. This is true. Whatever. It's a game of streaks. We'll see if she can keep her winning streak going after winning on Emmy winners last time around. Uh, what have we been talking about this week? The Oscars. So we're going to do something a little different. That's exactly right. You got the first uh, first question right. Nicely done here. I'll even give you a ding. Nicely yep. done. Um, <laughs> we are talking about unexpected Oscar nominees. Now, we're going to do slightly different than what we've done in the past. I'm going to give you, the, well, you know the theme now. It's unexpected Oscar nominees. For the clue, I'm going to give you the award they were up for and the year they were up for it. Wow. So that's what that you're going to get. Generous. It could be generous. Let's see. Uh, and again, these are unexpected Oscar nominees for varying reasons. Maybe who they beat, who they uh, were nominated in front of instead. Maybe they didn't get any love in any of the other award shows, and then all of a sudden popped up as an Oscar nominee. So that's how we're going to do it today. It's unexpected Oscar nominees. I'm flipping a coin. Somebody call it. Tails. It is indeed Tails. Okay. So it's going to be uh, Steve starting the bidding here for our first voice. Now, again, we are talking about unexpected Oscar nominees your first voice or your first uh, clue here uh, is best actor in 2007. So again, this is an unexpected Oscar nomination in 2007 and it was for the best actor award. Hmm. <laughs> I can name that voice hmm. in eight seconds. I can name that voice in seven seconds, Steve. I can name that voice in five seconds. Name that voice. Right, let's go. I kind of want to do this. I want to do it. All right. Let's see how you can do. Again, we are talking uh, unexpected Oscar nominations. Your first voice was up for Best Actor in 2007. It was unexpected. And Steve, how much time you got? I got five seconds. You've got five seconds. Are you ready? Yes. Well, then in five seconds, name this first voice. Um, sometimes late at night. I'll um, surf television. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Yes. Woo. This man is high on my list of people I would 
not want to interview because I just feel that he would not want to talk to me. He's a three-named man. Tommy Lee Mm, Jones is my final answer. All right. If it's Tommy Lee Jones, you got the first point. If it's anybody else, it's going to Donna. Is that Tommy Lee Jones? It absolutely ah, is. Here we go. Don, did you recognize that one? Nope. And see, I, it's, sorry, go ahead. What did he win for? Well, he didn't. These are unexpected Oscar nominees. Nominees. In 07, he oh. was up for his role in the Valley of uh, Ayla? L? L? Ella? Okay. Something like that. I don't know that movie. Uh, but he apparently was not expected to be. He wasn't up for a Golden Globe. He wasn't up for any other award that season. And then, boom, he popped up for Best Actor. Unexpected nominee. So, yes, that's okay. why, because it's, it's Oscar nominees all this year. But uh, yeah, here's his voice again. And Steve, it seemed like it took you maybe to that final it second did, yeah. to get it. So that's kind of interesting. If you would have gone four, you might not have got it. Here right. he is. Sometimes late at night, I'll um, surf television. Television. Television, television is what gave it away to you. That's yeah. a very Tommy Lee I do not recognize that voice. Oh, even really? He almost sounds like he's got an accent. He's got a, just a, I think that he's from Tommy Leeville. Yeah, he's you very so. I think he's Texas. I don't know. Did you say I think he's Texas? Texas. Oh. <laughs> hey, Donna. <laughs> I just assume yeah. everyone San is. San Saba, Texas is where he's from. But <laughs> Okay, there's yeah. Southern drawling. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, let's move on to our second voice. That was our first voice for unexpected Oscar nominees. Here's your clue for the second one. And now, Donna, you're going to get to start the bidding on this one. We've got unexpected Oscar nominees, Best Supporting Actress... 1992. So, Best Supporting Actress, 1992, surprise nomination for this individual. I can name that voice in 10 seconds. Name that voice. Come Whoa! On, I love it. Okay, great. Whoa. Let's see how bad I really am. Just for am. kicks and giggles. Let's try Just it. for kicks again. Right. She's going to get the you have full... 10 seconds of audio, Mike, because uh, I know you always get audio, assuming we're going to bid it down. Yeah, <laughs> I think we'll be okay on this one. Uh, you're okay. going to get 10 seconds of audio. And again, these are unexpected Oscar nominations, unexpected Oscar nominees. And your clue for this one, 1992 Best Supporting Actress. Are you ready, Donna? Sure. All right. You've got 10 seconds. Name <laughs> this voice. That to life, but I also felt connected to it. And I really felt connected to the humor and to the, the tone and style of uh, what I had read. And I, I was just. <laughs> the full 10 seconds. Say what now? <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Um, That's a tough one. 92. I'm trying to think what, what kind of movies were out in 92, like as good as it gets. I know a lot of them looked grainy back then, if that helps. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. All right. If it is Meg Ryan, you're going to get this point. If it's uh, anybody else, Steve will take a 2 0 lead. And Donna, you're going to have to get the bonus clue for the best supporting actress, 1992, unexpected Oscar nominee. Is that <laughs> Meg Ryan? It is not. Steve, Cusack. you had the full 10 seconds. No, it's not as well. Did you I have any idea? No, no I really didn't. Yeah. Let's play a little more. Let's and play try some to guess. more of this voice. Life, but I also felt connected to it. And I really felt connected to the humor and to the, the oh. tone and Renee? style. Here's your uh, other clue. Not only was she an unexpected Oscar nominee, she won. <gasps> 1992 Best Supporting Actress. Renee Zellweger? For the sh- movie... My cousin Vinny. Oh, 
Marissa Tomei. Tomei. That is Marissa Tomei. And yeah, it was a complete shock that she won that award. It was even a shock that she got nominated. But this... But I also felt connected to it. And I really felt connected to the humor and the the tone and style of... uh, There are still like um, conspiracy theories that she wasn't meant to have won. It was supposed to have gone to someone else. And there was a mix-up, but they didn't correct it. Oh, That's a good movie. It is a great. I don't think I've ever seen my. Oh, oh man, so so good. It's good. Definitely watch nice. that. All right, uh, Donna. That means it's coming down to you for the bonus clue. You've done this before. In fact, I think you've done this three times before. Mm-hmm. It's been impressive every time. You're going to get a little clip of our voice, and if you can name that voice in that little clip, you're going to get the two points to tie things up, and then we'll be forced to go to the third voice again. Unexpected Oscar nominees. Your clue for this one is 2016. So coming up here, 2016, best actor. Come on, Donna. So that a was best seven years ago. Actor nominee from 2016. You're going to get just a little bit. Eight years ago. But yeah. here you go. Donna, are you ready? Yeah. Unexpected Oscar nominees. This is 2016, best actor. Name this voice. Because later we talked about it, and it was like. Okay. Because <clears throat> later we talked about it, and it was like... For those of you who aren't watching at home, Steve immediately put his hands over his eyes to kind of signify he knew it right away. No, oh, wait. I know. Okay, gotcha. I don't have the name. I hear it. I... Got it. Actor nominee. So, yeah, unexpected Oscar nominee. This was from 2016 Best Actor. Do you have any guess, Donna? And you have to get this right to force our third voice. I don't know. Uh, let's go um, Ryan Gosling. If it's Ryan Gosling, we head to the final voice. If it's anybody else, Steve's our winner today, and we'll tie things up at two apiece. Is that Ryan Gosling? Mm-mm. It is not. Deal. Steve thought he had it. What would you say, Steve? I think that's Matt Damon. Because later we talked about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's absolutely yeah. Matt Damon. He was up for Best Actor for The Martian. Yes. And it was an unexpected nomination because I think he was maybe up for a different award before, but a lot of people thought Michael B. Jordan for Creed, Will Smith for Concussion, and also Samuel L. Jackson should have been up for it, but he got it instead. Sorry, Donna. Congratulations, Steve. You're the winner today. All right. Wait, did Matt Damon win that Oscar? He did not. I believe he was bested that year. Who was it? Um, I got to look it up. Yeah, okay. No no worries. Um, Is there uh, another one? Yeah, so we would have have come down to the last one. Um, Leo, actually. That was finally when Leo won for The Revenant. Oh, yeah. That was finally his win. By the way, that was one I was going to try to work in there because, of course, he wasn't nominated for Titanic. Oh, wow. Wait a second. Has Leo not won an Oscar until the... Not until The Revenant, no. Stop. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And that's why they talked about him having a love-hate relationship, especially for the fact that he didn't even get nominated for Killers of the Flower Moon this year. Oh, yeah. So he's always kind of had some, you know, Academy's been... Wow. 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 All right, let's do this one here. If it would have come down to our third voice, Best Supporting Actor in 2013... So this is somebody who was up for Best Supporting Actor 2013, and it was a surprise nomination. Are the two of you ready? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yell yeah, it sure. out when you know it. Or and I didn't know who I was. And Steve. 
Jonah Hill. That was really quick. The past couple of years have been amazing in the way of like, I'm just going to be Money Speaking ball. of Leo. No, actually, speaking of Leo, that was the Wolf of Wall Street. Dang. He was uh, up for Best oh, Supporting he was Actor. Good in that. He was great, but he did not get any other really uh, award nominations until the Oscars came and he got uh, Best Supporting Actor. Okay. Moneyball He's... probably came out more like 2010, 2009 or 10. Yeah, oh. that sounds better. Time is fine. You think 11. it came out before? Oh, wow. 2011 is Moneyball. 13 years ago, Donna. Okay. His character in Wolf of Wall Street oh. is so cringy, though. Yeah. So embarrassing. But he's meant to be, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good game, Steve. Thank you, Donna. Nicely done. Good job, Donna. Mike. Thanks, Thank Michael. Great All job. Right, we gotta go. When we return, uh, ah. we will find out what the soup of the day is. Ah. And if you missed the number, what show this week had 56 million people tune in. We'll tell you what it is when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Taco here for Crescent Tide Cremation Services, where they like to say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. When I say they, I'm talking about Lisa and Verlin, their husband and wife team. Uh, they've got a group of people that work with them, and they like to keep things simple, transparent, and affordable in this sense. Simple means they just do simple cremations. Uh, transparent means those cremations are customizable. You can add things like a small visitation or a fancier urn, stuff like that. But they're going to keep it transparent. They're going to talk you through it. They're not going to try to trick you into anything. Affordable? Well, I think you heard that part. Uh, simple cremations start at just $1,000. If you look at their Google reviews, you'll see that uh, other people have looked at Crescent Tide and decided to comparison shop a little bit and saw that, nope, Crescent Tide's prices are about a quarter of what other cremation places are charging. They're good people over there, Lisa and Verlin, right here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Crescent Tide. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 where talk is fun. What's going on, Steve? I have an email. I was You're looking at emails. Face. I see a face. Don't look at the emails. Let okay. me just read this email to All right. you. Okay? Is it from Cassie? No. Okay. It's from Susie. Donna, stop. Look I, at me. Let's pretend we're having a conversation. Donna, I, don't I pre-read have, it. I have obsessive compulsive situations. Why is this happening to you, Donna? <laughs> Put the mouse down uh, and look at me. I can't. Donna, I can't, I can't get look it. in my eyes. Uh, Donna Valentine. Wow, we have a lot of... E- wow. No, 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 no. That can't be where we land again. Wow. 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 You know when I... Uh, wow. When I name drop... Right? Right. And you're like, oh, name drop. Steve interviewed somebody. And then I've tried to pull out stories from you. It's like pulling teeth to get you to share an interesting story about a celebrity encounter that you've had. Right. And you feel like it's flexing, whereas I feel like it's an interesting story. People like hearing stories about celebrities. Sure. Okay. Susie, unprompted. Hey, Susie. Sends in this email, celebrity interviews. Hey, guys. Hey. You two will sporadically say that you interviewed such and such celebrity, and it always is a little story here and there. I would, Caps Lock, love to hear more. I know you've both interviewed Big Shots, and I want to know how they acted, what they said, and she signs off with, do more mic drops, and she means name drops, but we support her. Sure. That's we could go through Susie. the alphabet, you know. We could go A, name a celebrity you've interviewed. I don't think we want to do it like that. Let's not burn it that way. All I right. think when the person comes up and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, when I talked with them, let's, let those breathe. Stoke the flame. 
inject a little humanity. All right. It's an election year. We need humanity. There's a, there's a, like a little mm-hmm. piece of me that feels protective of the person. Do you know what I mean? I think you can pick and choose, though. Okay. What you're sharing. Okay. We're not doing hit pieces. We're we're I fun know. people. Okay. You felt fine opening up about Dirk's Bentley really nice bathrooms. They were porta potties. Porta potties. That's it's what I meant. Not like he yes. let me in the house. <laughs> <laughs> now you're right. They were very nice. They had granite countertops. Yeah, it was great. As I cold read emails right, randomly, Gene sends this in. All right. Now I've got this vision of Steve with Cliff, the hot tub guy, and the church grandma hanging out at the hot tub with some wine and Eucharist. That's, <laughs> that's because I mentioned that there was a church lady who had kissed me on. The lips during the passing of the peace. Is that what you call that? The passing of the peace? Yeah, the kiss of peace, passing of the peace, peace of the Lord. What do you call it? Uh, I I guess I don't call it anything. I call it the peace be with you segment. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's a segment in your life. Uh, (laughs) Oh, let's see Anything else? Yeah. I hope your future soup and sit people come in. With your special kiss greeting going forward. Oh my gosh. How about Sarah saying these people, uh, remember we did a a whole segment on people who eat in the middle of the night. Like they get up, they go, I'm hungry, I need a snack. She says, don't these people gain weight eating in the middle of the night? I didn't want to bring up metabolism. Okay. You always hear about people who take Ambien and could not figure out why they were gaining weight and food was missing. True. That's why you got to set up cameras everywhere. Somebody else, Darla, said, um, this might explain that behavior. We have a hormone called leptin that regulates our energy and suppresses our appetite so we can sleep without the need to eat. If we wake up in the middle of the night, we disrupt the release of leptin. And often that leads to hunger and the need to eat. Some people can't ignore that hungry feeling and get up and make a mayo sandwich using the foil as a knife. (laughs) Those people are sociopaths. Just kidding. But it is an odd choice. Shout out to Mikey for being so vulnerable. Well, and then Brenda said, eating at night, OMG, these people must all be insulin resistant to the max. So unhealthy. Yikes. Listen, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I don't know Somebody about else, that. Ryan said, what in the world? Not once in my life have I wanted to wake in the middle of the night and eat something. Nor have I met someone like this. These stories are crazy. I don't think they are crazy. I think it's more common than we realize. Right? I know, right? Steve, now you say something after I say, I know, right? Okay. Oh, I'd like, um, all right, do it again. I know, right? What? (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's filler. Andrea said weed smokers or edible eaters wake up hungry in the middle of the night. Oh, interesting. Uh, Teresa said, pretty sure diamonds are pretty plentiful. The De Beers Company. De Beers. All right. I get it. De Beers. Because of De Beers. De Beers. Here's one from Annie who says, okay. Subject, flowers of the Osage moon. Different, but okay. I got this book because the three of you were going to read it. Then the boys bailed and you watched the movie. But I had it on Audible uh, Audible, and stubbornly got through it. I had to rewind 1,000 times because there were so many (laughs) dang names to follow. But once you get past the FBI stuff and read the end, in which the author goes back and visits the sites and the remaining families, it finally gets really interesting. Oh, maybe that's what I need to do. That was one of the more boring emails, no? Ha! Wait, there's more. Oh, great. By the time you finish it, you'll be so angry 
Oh, about how these people were treated oh, okay. and how many murders really happened. Okay. Whereas Donna, you feel angry. That I thought it was going to go Donna at the end there. You'll feel so angry that you wasted the time and you read the book, which I loved and told an important story, but I was bored throughout the entire, you know. The I read review. half the book and then I watched the movie that answered a lot of questions. I will go back and read the end of the book. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Steve. For your continued bravery. As you lead fearlessly <laughs> as a woman in the year 2024. Thank you. Uh, remember, this is the last uh, day, speaking of in the year of our Lord, of BRC. We are now splitting the timeline for BRC. Billy Ray Cyrus? And then ARC. Oh. No, just our timeline is to show how we tell time. Instead of BC and AD. It, Got it. We'll do BRC and ARC before Root Canal and after Root Canal. I see. <laughs> I'm getting a canal today. <laughs> I'm going to bring a slide whistle just to drown out the drill. Where are you going to get this thing? Just d- give me the city. Chaska. Okay. Great. What do you care? I'm seeing an endodontist. That sounds like a made-up word. I was just curious. Is it dentist or dentist? Endodontist. 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 It's endodontist. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me I should wear headphones if you don't like the sound of drilling. Listen you can to music. do that. They'll get. They'll give you headphones if you want. What? What? They will. They'll I don't give you think headphones. I have a headphone place. My place doesn't do headphones. How do you know? I don't see anybody with headphones. Is this your regular dentist? Yeah, but my endodontist it? is coming to my dentist. Oh, that's nice. The endodontist comes every two weeks. Oh, that's nice. And so the same place that you see the dentist is where you now see the endodontist. Got it. The endodontist sounds like a dinosaur version of a dentist. Before like there were dentists, there used to be endodontists. I see. Like endomorph, ectomorph, mesomorph. Body types. Endodontist. I think I'm an ectomorph. Is that like the middle one? I think so. Come down for <laughs> moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. You ever heard of an endodontist? No. Okay. They are a dental specialist uh, who works with the treatment of dental pulp. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you have a soup today? Is it chili? And is it, does it, it have it's, pulp? Yeah, it's pulp. It's dental pulp soup. <laughs> I used to not it's be in chili. Okay. What's the entree, by the way? Uh, it is a sausage penne bake, kind of like a layered lasagna. Also, a vegetarian option available. Thank you. Thank For all you. That. I don't like meat. Yeah. I like it. I just can't eat it. That's wow. not true. Rude. Maybe it's time we stop letting these Maybe, maybe you should lay off the, the pasta, not the meat. I don't have pasta. Rude. You said yum to the... Penis. It's yummy, but I'm not going to eat it. We're off the air now. Bye. It's fun.